Eamon, I want to start with yourself because I'd imagine it's probably been a pretty hectic 24 hours or so uh, because the first ever uh, Connacht under-20 football title for Sligo last night and a quite incredible game at Markovic Park. I was only keeping tabs of it online for the bulletins. So to look at it, it was initially Sligo were in the ascendancy thanks to a couple of first-half goals. Mayo kept chipping away at the scoreboards uh, all throughout the second half, essentially. Sligo down to 40 men, but then buried five points uh, in the arrears. And then those late goals uh, from Owen Smith and Jack Lavin uh, won a first ever title, title at under 20 level. Just an incredible night for Sligo. You summed it up perfectly, Richie. <laughs> it was an incredible night. Um, you know, for me, personally, I blew my hands, I blew my calf out on the third goal. So Lee's ball in where Owen got it and I jumped up and completely pulled my calf. So I was absolutely out of it in terms of celebrations last night, but the boys had a great time. Um, but yeah, I think overall it was, uh, it's it's kind of just rewards, I think, for this group of lads. Desi uh, brought me in here this year. Uh, he's been there, Desi Sline, for the last three years and worked with a lot of these guys. So he knew a lot of the older bunch. There's almost like three phases of ages in this group. Sure. Sort of your 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds come into the 20s. So he had some of these lads at 17 and, uh, you know, he's watching them mature and, and, and get very, very close. But this year... Um, you know, we wrote a look yesterday to a certain degree. Mayo had their homework done very, very much on us, uh, really squeezed us in around that middle third. But the two early goals really, really sort of set it up for us early on, I suppose. When you're not winning uh, primary possession, if you're under pressure, but you have a two-goal lead, it takes a lot of scoring for the opposition to get back into the game. So we kind of had that as a cushion. And in the second half, we probably left behind us a little bit in the dressing room. We talked a little bit more than actually what we did. And um, I think we just got fortuitous in the end we just had to hang into the fight and you know the goals which we knew you know, obviously looking at Leitrim in the semi-final against Mayo threw a couple of long balls in we had talked about that it wasn't going to be one of our main strategic plans but we said sure listen put it in there and see what happens and then we obviously introduced Brian Byrne who from Curry, who uh who caught two or three great balls in the second half coming near the end and he just stood in front of the goalkeeper and thankfully the ball went straight in from Jack and you know the scenes were brilliant I suppose Winning a game like that with a sort of a last kick of the game goal is always going to be exciting, but it really didn't go to plan. But the plan was to win, so we'll just take that as it is, Richie. What were the expectations coming into this season for the under twenties? Uh, to win, to win, to be brutally honest, to win an yeah. All Ireland final. Um, you know, we watched Offaly last year and looked at a lot of their games, and uh, you know, we saw we were a little bit off the whole sort of scene in terms of the under twenties of their development and everything else, how we approach games and. You know, obviously, when I got included this year with the lads, um, there was no stone left unturned. You know, they got a great team of guys in there, friends of my own, Richard and Fintan Kennedy, Conor Mara, uh, an ex Ligo footballer, uh, Sean Smith, goalkeeping coach. Obviously, Paul Higgins is, our, is the coach uh, that has been with Desi down through the years as well. And Desi has a wealth of experience. And, you know, we really, really worked on strength and conditioning with, with King um, and, and, and Bradley and the two of them worked these lads really, really hard. We got them to a level of fitness. And uh, we just sort of set out, set out each step as it came. We probably knew it was going to be Roscommon. Obviously, the first game, we identified our key players and sort of tried to nullify that. It's all a learning curve for a lot of these guys. And the habit of winning isn't there. There's a real habit of losing and there's an understanding how to go and win games. So, you know, we built on that in, that, in, the, in the Winter League, if you want to call it, or the Spring League, where we got to the final against Westmead. And you know, got bet by two points, but it was a real learning curve and played some very, very good challenge games. So the self-release started to come and then slowly but surely we just set out the individual steps. It's four steps to an All-Ireland final we've taken two and uh, 
not to sound bullish or cocky or anything like that. We just sort of said we're capable of winning because <clears throat> myself and Desi and Khan and Finton, we we suffered huge defeats at underage and at senior level with Mayo down to the years and obviously where was coming in Galway. And we'd have a more of an inferior complex than these young fellows. These young fellows have played them at under 16 and minor and have bet and have bet Mayo and, and Roscommon and Galway. So there's no inferior complex there. So our messages had to be a little bit differently. So they were they believed in themselves. Uh, they're in college together. Some of the lads are are in freshers playing with some of the Mayo lads in UCD or UL, wherever it might be. So yeah. they saw that they're just the same guys. And you know, it's it's that having that self-belief in yourself and and going for it. And you know, we always wanted to be competitive, be in the game right up to the bitter end. And the lads showed that massive character today or yesterday. And uh, that's down to a lot of work over the last three years. And, you know, this year is just the icing on the cake. Finally, as well, the emotional aspect of last night too, coming so soon after the tragic passing of Red Oak Murphy has, has got to be a huge thing for the players. Yeah, it was very tough. And when we heard it, it was kind of... I, I, st- I still think we're... Still trying to get to terms with it, to course, be quite honest yeah. with you. Um, but, you know, we sort of, the first thing we did was get all these lads in and get them just talking and, you know, you know, expressing emotions that at 17, 18, 19, they don't do that. Uh, they keep it all in. But we had such an honest meeting uh, with particularly a lot of the Curry lads. Brian Byrne, I mentioned, he came on. There's three other lads there as well and uh, from the Curry club and they would have known him really well and, and Burns would have been good friends, but probably best friends with, with Red Oak and you know, he talked passionately within the group and, you know, for a guy that's in even sort the way he spoke, um, really, really touched everybody. And, and you know, we, we, we it brought us together in one way, but at the same time, there's a, re- there's a, there's a reality that, you know, football isn't the be all and end all. And I suppose, you know, I'm talking about, I'm talking about a, a, an unfortunate passing. I just, I just, on behalf of the Sligo team, I just want to pass on my condolences to, to the Galway Camogie player, Kate Moore and her family and all her friends. And, uh, you know, our thoughts are with them. You know, we're we're over the moon up here in Sligo. They're going through something tragic down there, but we've had our time there a couple of weeks ago. And it brought everyone together, but there's no doubt about it. Red Oak's legacy will remain. And he's had a, such a, an influence for such a young man. He's such an influence on everybody in the, in the county. Beautifully said, Eamon, and congratulations again uh, on last night. Uh, 